Good afternoon. Welcome to the Factset Weekly Market Recap. Today is Friday, February 2nd. U.S. equities ended the week mostly higher, shaking off a big Wednesday slide. Small caps logged their fifth decline in the past six weeks. Big tech was the major driver of index performance, with five of the seven magnificent seven names reporting Q4 earnings this week. The equal weight S&P was a big lagger to the official index. RSP was up 0.4% for the week. Other outperformers included home builders, software, hospitals, managed care, medtech, casual diners, refiners, machinery, payments, steel, food, and HPCs. Regional banks weighed on financials after a disappointing report from NYCB revived worries about pressures from commercial real estate. Other laggards included shipping and logistics, media, oil services, ENPs, EVs, container board, biotech, telecom, lithium, solar, and China tech. Treasuries were mostly firmer with the curve flattening despite Friday's rate back up in the wake of hotter-than-expected January jobs report. The dollar was broadly stronger, particularly on the euro and sterling crosses. Gold was up 1.8% its best weekly performance since early December. WTI crude settled down 7.3%, more than erasing the prior week's gain amid some headline volatility related to the conflict in the Middle East. This past week was one of the busiest of the young year, featuring a wide array of meaningful macro and micro headlines. Among the biggest stories was the January FOMC meeting, which held rates steady as expected. But the real focus was on signals about when the Fed might actually consider beginning rate cuts. But in the statement and Chair Powell's press conference, the theme was that the Fed might need greater confidence that inflation is sustainably moving towards the 2% target before cuts begin. Powell even went so far as to say a March cut is not the base case. Nevertheless, market pricing suggests investors see a 20% chance of a March cut and there will be no doubt careful attention paid to the Fed speak and the data, including two CPI reports and two payroll reports before the committee meets again. The Q4 earnings season was also a major focus this week, with five of the magnificent seven names reporting. Microsoft earnings were generally well-received with analysts positive on the continued robust growth in Azure amid tailwinds from Gen AI. Apple iPhone's results were solid, but there were concerns about a weak March Q guide on China headwinds. There were cautious takeaways from Google's earnings, particularly weaker ad revenue and higher CapEx forecasts. Amazon beat on most key metrics with analysts positive on AWS reacceleration and continued advertising growth. Meta was a standout with a notable AI tailwind, traction behind new initiatives, a $50 billion buyback, and its first declared dividend. The volume of earnings reports will continue next week with 104 S&P constituents on the calendar. It was a big week of labor market data with slower private payrolls growth from Wednesday's ADP release and an above consensus reading for December job openings, leading into a much hotter than expected January non-farm payrolls release. The unemployment rate was unchanged at 3.7% and average hourly earnings increased faster than forecast. While the initial market reaction to the print was negative, analysts also took note of some Powell comments Wednesday, in which he stressed that the policymakers are not looking for a slide in employment as part of their rate cuts calculus. There were also some anxiety ahead of the Treasury's quarterly refunding update on Wednesday, given the market's close attention to rising supply and demand trends. However, 
Treasury's Monday update on Q1 borrowing plans came in below expectations and the increase in quarterly refunding amounts for 3s, 10s and 30s were right in line with market expectations. Moreover, Treasury noted that it does not anticipate increases in coupon sizes for at least the next several quarters and at the same time announced that small value tests for a Treasury buyback plan would begin in May. With the S&P continuing to set new records high and approaching the 5,000 level, the conventional wisdom is that the past of least resistance is tipped to the upside. Despite this week's FOMC pushback against a March rate cut, disinflationary forces remain in effect and analysts still feel the Fed is likely beginning rate cuts sometimes in H1. The Q4 earnings season, opening with some difficult bank earnings, has begun evening out with the blended S&P earnings growth rate now sitting at the 1.6% rate expected at the end of the quarter. Economic data continues to support the soft no-landing thesis with the labor market remaining solid. There is increasing note of reopening corporate buyback windows and how they may provide upside support. AI optimism remains in evidence. There are few signs consumer spending is set to flag and even geopolitics may be helpful should an Israel-Hamas ceasefire emerge. At the same time, strong labor market data could still make it more unlikely the Fed will cut in the nearer term. Meanwhile, there has been an ongoing drumbeat of layoff announcements costing a bit of a pall over the otherwise solid job data as well as recognition that market labor strength could be a lagging indicator. Stretch sentiment positioning indicators remain a worry as does another narrowing of market leadership. This week's report from NYCB renewed concerns about commercial real estate and possible contagion in the banking system. And persistent China softness remains a concern for many large companies such as Apple with a recent bounce attempt in that market foundering amid the unusual stimulus skepticism. Moving on to corporate highlights. Outside of big tech, MasterCard beat with largely inline guidance, though there was some note of deceleration in switched volume and transactions. HCA Healthcare beat on most key metrics and guided above. The company also boosted its dividends. Atlassian earnings were better, but analysts' focus was on decelerating cloud growth that came in at the low end of guidance. MetLife Financial Year 24 guidance disappointed amid continued variable investment income headwinds and elevated corporate costs. Supermicro Computer beat with help from AI tailwinds, noting strong orders, backlog and design wins. Clorox report showed strong organic growth and management noted it was able to rebuild inventories following the August cyber attack. Elsewhere, Schlumberger and other oil service names were pressured by news that Saudi Arabia would pause its efforts to boost daily crude production. Norfolk Southern was up on news, a group led by Ancora Holdings has built a stake and pushed to remove CEO Shaw. Paramount received an approximately $30 billion offer from the Allen Media Group. Media reports note Elliott Management has built an approximately 13% stake in Etsy, with an Elliott partner joining the board. New York Community Bank Corp released weak earnings with analysts focus on charge-offs, a ramp in CRE reserves and the bank's dividend cut iRobot dropped on confirmation Amazon would terminate its acquisition plans. That's it for the Facts at Weekly Market Recap. Have a good weekend, everyone.